Let's talk about this now. The South African Department of Mineral Resources and Energy, the DMRE, this week revealed that 70 fuel stations across South Africa are selling diluted diesel to profit from the rising price of fuel. The diesel is allegedly mixed with illuminating paraffin. The 70 um, petrol stations accused of the alleged mixing were identified between April and December of last year. Samples from these diesel providers failed purity tests. To look at the dangers and how the trucking industry is tackling the problem, we join in the line by Gavin Kelly, who is the CEO of the Road Freight Association. Thank you, Gavin, for your time with us uh, this morning on the Weekend View. It, it's quite incredible what's what's happening here. The, the extent of, of the damage as well must be quite ex- astonishing. How long do we know for sure that this has been going on for? Good morning, Simon Gile, and good morning to all your, your listeners. When you started with Dr. Alford, we've got the wrong guy here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Simon Gile, this has been around for a long time. This isn't something that's just, you know, popped up in the last couple of months. Unfortunately, there's always been this mixing of fuel where people are trying to make an extra buck or try to make that product go further. So it's been around, and there have been various things done by the authorities. So those people who import the fuels and who distribute the fuels are required to ensure that they meet the minimum requirements. So it's been around for a long, long time. How might this affect the the vehicles that, that have been using this uh, this diluted diesel within their car? So what mechanical um, defects might be caused as a result of this? The biggest problem is that when you dilute the fuel, there are two things that happen. The one thing is that you reduce the quality of the lubricant in the fuel. And the lubricant in those fuels is what ensures that your engine, whether it's a petrol or a diesel engine, but that the moving parts that move past one another don't actually damage them. So it's it's not necessarily oil in the fuel, but it is a chemical or a compound that allows those bits of the engine to move past one another. And you can imagine the amount of heat and the speed. So, so that makes sure the engine isn't damaged. And then, of course, it's all around the combustion. You want the best possible uh, combustion inside the engine or spark or explosion that gives you the power in the engine. So once you start to dilute this, you can imagine you, you've got your liter of fuel or diesel and you start adding something to it. The first thing that happens is you lose power. It doesn't combust as nicely as you would. Mm. But more importantly, you start, start having this tremendous wear on your engine and the engines can fail, of course. Mm. What, what what measures or, or action has been taken against the, the culprits here, the 70-odd petrol stations that have been accused of uh, um, of, of, of mixing um, the, the, the diesel or diluting the diesel? So, Mungili, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen to them, but they would have contravened a number of regulations. So in the first instance, I think they would be closed for trading. And, of course, it isn't just the petrol station that's involved in this here. Generally, they don't mix it. There will be somebody else in the line that delivers to them. So there's obviously going to be an investigation as to where this fuel comes from and who the actual mixers are. But they will be 
for the interim period at least, be taken out of the retail sector so that mm. they cannot continue to sell this bad fuel. As the freight association, how do you how do you protect your members from this, given that there's still uh, seemingly quite a bit of uncertainty as to who's actually guilty of this and, and whether or not they'll stop? Uh, it's very, very difficult, Sebongili. So obviously the first thing that we try and make sure that our members are aware of or anybody who actually buys fuel is that the people you're buying from are reputable, that uh, if you pick up problems immediately, you get to report it. So, for example, if your fuel filters start to clog up, if you have problems with performance, that you actually mention that to the authorities, the authorities or the Fuel Retailers Association. So we've got links with them. And then, obviously, it's always around testing your fuel yourself. So if you buy it in large quantities, that you do those various tests as well to make sure the product and the quality is what it should be. Motorists may very well be affected by this as as well. And, and obviously, you know, ordinary regular motorists aren't organized, um, such as such as the trucking industry. How, how would you have some, some advice, really, on, on how we can make sure that we are protected? Because we may very well be subjected to, to the same hustling, really, by these gas stations. Generally, the, the motorist buys from a forecourt, or what we know as a fuel station, a fuel garage. So... Really, the, the average motorist needs to do two things. The first thing is to ensure that they do buy fuel from repeatable, uh, reputable, sorry, <laughs> reputable sellers. You know, once you start buying fuel from somebody else and it's a lot cheaper, then you've got to start asking yourself the question, you know, what am I getting? And secondly, if they experience some issues, there are a number of channels to go through and to report it. Um, yeah. But it's to be really aware. You should know where you buy your fuel, from who you're buying it. And secondly, if you feel or you notice changes in the performance of your vehicle. All right. Gavin, let me thank you very much for your time with us this morning. Gavin Kelly is the CEO of the Road Freight Association.